Today's podcast is sponsored by Osea Malibu, the original plant-based, results-driven skincare line. You're listening to the Ordinary Vegan Podcast, where we teach you everything you need to know about adopting a plant-based diet full or part-time. Our goal is to empower you to live a long and healthy life. You can find today's show at OrdinaryVegan.net or on iTunes. If you have any questions, please send an email to questions at OrdinaryVegan.net. Hello, friends, and welcome to podcast number 88, Hardy Vegan Soups to Keep You Warm and Healthy. Fall is here for many of us, so I am dedicating today's podcast to creating hearty vegan soups and simple tips to help make your homemade soup even better. If we haven't met, my name is Nancy Montori, and I am the founder of this podcast and the Ordinary Vegan website. Since 2011, I have been advocating a plant-based diet for health and wellness, animal welfare, and the environment. Speaking of the environment, hope you all had a chance to listen to podcast number 87, my interview with Nathaniel Stinnett, the founder of the Environmental Voter Project. It is a great reminder that if we care one bit about the environment, we have to go out and vote for the people who are going to do the best job in protecting our planet. Supporters of climate change legislation should take a note from organizations like the NRA, also known as the National Rifle Association here in the United States. The NRA's membership is not that large, just over 3 million, but they are rated as one of the most powerful lobbies in Washington because they get their members to be incredibly vocal and vote. So politicians listen. We need everyone who cares about the environment to be vocal and please vote. One other thing I want to mention before we get started, the other day, one of our community members told me he listens to a lot of podcasts and so many have terrible sound and that the Ordinary Vegan podcast sounds good. That's not the first time I heard that. All the credit goes to my producer, Doug Barnes. So thank you, Doug, for making this podcast sound so good. Now, let's talk about soup. Soup is the ultimate comfort food. Easy to make, easy to eat, and full of yummy nutrients. Did you know the composer, Beethoven, is quoted saying, only the pure of heart can make good soup. I don't know what he meant by that exactly, but a delicious bowl of soup on a cold day is like a big hug. Also, I have noticed that we have a lot of younger people listening now who might not have a lot of experience cooking, and creating soups is great for beginners and a sure way to get all your nutrients in one dish, like grains, vegetables, beans, and healthy fats. Soup can also come in handy during the holidays. My number one healthy holiday eating strategy is always begin your holiday meal with soup. Filling up on a healthy, high-fiber soup first can help prevent you from overeating later. And several studies have shown that consuming low-energy, dense soup 
is a strategy that can be used to enhance weight loss and increase satiety, the act of feeling satiated. If you probably remember from previous podcasts, energy density is the number of calories in a particular weight of food. It means you can have satisfying portions of low energy dense foods with relatively low calorie content. So high fiber vegetables like broccoli, squash, peas, parsnips, kale, cabbage, spinach, and sweet potatoes are high volume foods. They add bulk to your meals and fill up your stomach without a lot of calories. They also keep you full longer. And soups don't have to be boring. There are a lot of ways to liven them up. So let's start with some soup enhancing tips. Number one, your soup is as good as your broth. I have mentioned this before, but it is worth repeating. Save your veggie scraps in a big bag in the freezer. When you're ready to make soup, simmer those ingredients in water for a couple of hours on the stove and then strain the broth through a mesh sieve. It is pretty simple technique and you'll be surprised about the amount of flavor compared to store-bought veggie broth. But if your only choice is store-bought broth, make sure the sodium levels are low. High sodium vegetable broth, when reduced, tastes especially salty. The best vegetable broth has a great balance of flavor. No certain vegetable taste should stand out. I personally like Kitchen Basics, which is an organic vegetable stock, and Pacific Low-Sodium Vegetable Broth. They are fairly popular and can be found in most grocery stores. And that isn't a paid advertisement. I just like those and wanted to share it. My number two tip is sweat your aromatics to build flavors, such as onions, leeks, and garlic. Saute them first and cook them gently until they are fragrant and soft, about three to five minutes. I like to throw in the garlic the last minute and a half so it doesn't get bitter. Always make sure they are cooked long enough, softened, and get a chance to release their flavor before moving on to the next layer. If you're creating a more Asian-flavored soup, add aromatics like ginger, scallions, and chopped chilies. If you are creating an Italian-style soup, sweat classic Italian aromatics like onions, carrots, celery, and fennel, often called soffritto. My very favorite aromatics for soup are mustard and cumin seeds. I started using them after reading the amazing cookbook by Padma Lakshi called Tangy Tart Hot and Sweet. It is not a vegan cookbook and it is far from a vegan cookbook, but the flavor profiles of her spices and aromatics are outstanding and I use them in many of my vegan recipes. Mustard and cumin seeds add a beautiful burst of flavor, especially in Indian cuisines like soups and curries. And all you have to do is add some oil. Yes, this addition of seeds takes a little oil, which I don't often use. But here is what you do. Add a little oil to a saute pan over medium heat. Add the cumin seeds and mustard seeds, stirring constantly just until the seeds are fragrant and popping. Once the seeds are fragrant and popping, add your other ingredients. The seeds taste especially good with lentils. 
As a matter of fact, let's go into Ordinary Vegan's kitchen and make one of my favorite recipes, red velvet lentil soup. In a medium pot, add one cup of red lentils, one bay leaf, a pinch of salt, and enough water to cover the lentils by one inch and bring it to a gentle boil. Lower the heat, cover and simmer on low for about 30 to 40 minutes or until the lentils are soft. Keep checking to make sure the water doesn't evaporate. In a separate soup pot, heat a teaspoon or two of oil like coconut oil and then add a half a teaspoon of cumin seeds and a half a teaspoon of mustard seeds. Cook, stirring constantly, just until the seeds start to pop and become fragrant, about two minutes tops. Add a half a cup of chopped shallots or one cup of chopped onion, one tablespoon of chopped ginger, and cook until soft, about three to four minutes, adding more veggie broth if it's sticking. Next, stir in three tablespoons of shredded unsweetened coconut and stir until the coconut is golden another minute or two. Next, add one cup of halved cherry tomatoes and saute for five minutes. Remove the bay leaf from the cooked lentils and add the lentils to the tomato mixture. Then take an immersion blender and blend together. Reheat Remove from the heat and stir in a half a cup of chopped cilantro leaves and the juice of one lemon. Serve with lemon wedges. So delicious. I will post that recipe in this week's show notes. Now, let's discuss my number three tip for preparing soup. But before we do, I would like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Osea Malibu, the original plant-based, results-driven skincare line. Osea stands for the elements of wellness, ocean, sun, earth, and atmosphere. Their entire line is built on these four pillars and pulls from botanical sources around the world to create products that are truly protective. Their skin-nourishing products are made entirely of plant-derived ingredients They are non-toxic and a good choice for moms-to-be. Take it from me, I love their products. So go to oseamalibu.com slash ordinaryvegan10 for $10 off your first purchase of $50 or more. That offer expires December 21st, 2020. They also offer free shipping from U.S. orders of $75 and free samples with every order. So go to Osea, O-S-E-A, Malibu.com slash Ordinary Vegan 10 before December 21st, 2020. Now, let's talk about tip number three. I suggest considering each ingredient's cook time before throwing all your vegetables in. I recommend staggering the addition of vegetables so they're all finished cooking as close together as possible and making sure your veggies are evenly sized chunks. And to help you accomplish that, I am going to include a vegetable cooking downloadable chart in this week's show notes. Go to my website, ordinaryvegan.net, download it and put it on your refrigerator. Also, 
You can add a lot of flavor to soups by roasting your vegetables before adding them to your soup. I recommend roasting them just before they turn al dente. And nearly any vegetable can be turned into a delicious soup. For example, you could roast a sweet potato at 450 degrees for about 35 to 45 minutes, depending on size. Then you scoop out all the flesh, you transfer that to a blender with a quarter cup of white miso, a small can of unsweetened coconut milk, a teaspoon of ground turmeric, and one tablespoon of lime juice. Blend, reheat, and serve with some toasted coconut flakes on top. Whenever possible, add leafy greens like spinach or kale and don't add them until the last five minutes so they stay a bright green. Leafy greens can boost the immune system during flu or virus season. I've certainly said that enough times, but it's always a good reminder. Tip number four is not to overcook your grains like barley or rice. Grains are meant to add texture and hardiness to your soup. But if they become mushy, they bring nothing to the dish. To avoid this, hold off on adding the grain until about 20 minutes before the soup is supposed to finish cooking. And if you're adding pasta, I wouldn't add small pasta until the last 10 minutes. Tip number five, add some umami flavor. Umami is one of the five basic tastes. It is described as savory. My favorite way to add umami to soups is with white or yellow miso. I whisk in two tablespoons at the end of cooking the broth. Miso should never be boiled, so add it after the cooking is done for an extra flavor boost. Miso will add a salty, slightly sweet, and nutty flavor. Pure umami. Other ways to add a savory touch is add a tablespoon or two of canned chipotle peppers in adobo sauce. Chipotles are one-of-a-kind pepper because they're fiery and they can add a deep flavor to any soup. A tablespoon or two of tomato paste or a splash of soy sauce also can add sweetness and tang. Sometimes, I dehydrate dried shiitake mushrooms by soaking them in hot water, and I add the soaking liquid to my soup broth. Actually, I saw a show this week on Netflix called The Chef, and the chef they were visiting added mushroom soaking liquid to an Italian tomato gravy. I definitely need to try that. Tip number six, jazz up your soup with crunch and brightness. Finish by adding roasted chickpeas or baked tortillas or crusty croutons or shredded scallions, crispy shallots, toasted coconut, or pomegranate seeds on top. Always remember, crunch helps keep you satiated. Also, a squeeze of citrus livens up any soup and fresh herbs. Make sure you add fresh herbs like basil and parsley and cilantro at the end. They lose flavor if simmered in a hot soup, but add freshness and a bright flavor when sprinkled on top before serving. Speaking of hot soup, try to avoid cooking the soup over high heat, causing it to boil rapidly. Always keep the heat at a simmer. 
Tip number seven, when throwing together a quick soup, don't overthink it. Grab some aromatics like onions and garlic, sweat them out, add a can of fire roasted tomatoes or diced tomatoes, a can of cooked beans, some veggie broth, and appropriate spices. You could even add a small pasta. In 20 minutes, you have a nutrient-dense soup. Tip number eight, soups are easy to make in large batches and are one of the most freezer-friendly meals around. One of our ordinary vegan community members recommends freezing your soup in a large muffin tin and then pop them out when they are solid and when you want soup. That sounds like a good tip. I haven't tried it yet, but I think I will. Tip number nine. My last tip is about soup and immunity. If you are starting to feel a cold or flu coming on, consume some garlic broth. I know I've mentioned this before, but garlic is one of the best ingredients for building your immune system. And a garlic broth is very simple to make. All you need are two heads of garlic and a handful of fresh herbs like sage, parsley, or cilantro. Slice one head of garlic in half crosswise. Separate the cloves from one head and peel and crush them lightly. Heat some vegetable broth over medium heat. Add the crushed garlic cloves and cook, tossing occasionally until they're softened and golden brown about 8 to 10 minutes. Then add 8 cups of water and increase the heat to high and bring it to a gentle boil. Add herbs and the other half head of garlic. Reduce the heat to a simmer and cook until the garlic is tender and the broth is reduced by half, about 30 minutes. This can be your base for any vegetables you might want to add. And I will make sure the recipe is in this week's show notes. Okay, that's it for today's podcast. I hope today's podcast inspires you to get creative with your soup. Thank you so much for listening. For recipes and inspiration, please follow me on Instagram at Ordinary Vegan and join our fun Facebook group and community. Additionally, you can find my new book, The Easy Five-Ingredient Vegan Cookbook, on my website, OrdinaryVegan.net. You can also purchase my vegan, organic line of CBD products on my website. CBD oil from hemp has shown strong promise in helping people in a number of ways. If you have any questions about it, you can reach out to me at questions at ordinaryvegan.net. Thank you, Osea Malibu, for sponsoring this podcast. Head over to oseamalibu.com, Ordinary Vegan 10, to receive 10% off your purchase until December 21st, 2020. Also, Please share this podcast so our community can grow. And if you have time, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. The more reviews we receive, the better chance of spreading the compassion one plant-based meal at a time. Please stay strong and stay well. Till next time. Thanks for joining our plant-based community today. Together, we can accomplish great things. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of Ordinary Vegan's recipes and plant-based tips. If you have any questions or feedback, email us at questions at ordinaryvegan.net. Until next time.